Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're talking about all the topics that no one ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can be lonely and isolating, which is another reason why we're here to help moms like you know that you're not alone. Now, it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor or healthcare provider with any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about all things pregnancy and life as a mom. So let's have a chat. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. This week we are talking about our top 11 summer survival must-haves. What do you need to survive summer when you're pregnant? Hey Amanda. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Okay, so we've both been pregnant over the summer. Yes, twice. Yes. For me. Twice for you. Yeah. Kind of twice for you. Not really. At the beginning for Finn. Yeah, not really. Though. Technically, that's spring. I think it's spring. Yeah. But once was for me. So you're you're the more pro on this one. But okay. So our top list of summer survival. What is the first thing that comes to your mind when you when someone says I'm pregnant? What do I need to do in the summer? Oh man. So I would probably say my first thing is buy lots of dresses, which (laughs) I'm a dress person. Katie's not. No. So the reason why I like dresses is because I could put them on over my head. And when you're heavily pregnant, the last thing you want to be doing is stepping into something. They're also very breezy. So um, they're very flowy and light. And the other thing that was really good about them is when you're sitting or driving, you can kind of drape the material between your legs so your legs don't rub together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would do that as because I would wear a, ma- a maxi dress here and there, but I would like pull up the dress so that like as I'm driving, like my legs are completely uncovered just because I would be so hot. But yes, I agree. You can manipulate That's the funny. fabric. Yeah, yeah, it's just easy to manipulate, and if you're uncomfortable, then you move it, right? Yeah, that's that's a good point. But if so you're I was a- huge on dresses. Like I wore dresses every day, pretty much. Yeah, and so. I remember you saying when you got pregnant, you're like, "I just bought dresses because that's all I was wearing." Because you at, with the twins, you got so big that I did have. So I did have some jeans, and I did have some pants because uh, I hit up a really good sale. So I, and I bought some shirts and stuff, but I found with the twins, I had to stop wearing them at some point, probably they were born end of September. I think around June, I stopped wearing pants and, and cute t-shirts and stuff. And then with Caroline, it was just easier for me to chase after the twins if I was wearing a dress, (laughs) right? Because like, if you're like running or whatever, even pregnant, running, not comfortable, but at least uh, you had a dress on. So it kind of moved with you as opposed to pants I found a little restricting. Yeah, makes sense. 
Yeah. Okay, so my first thing, like as soon as it comes to my head when I hear this, is watermelon. It was huge for me to have it cut up in my fridge, ready to eat so that I could just like open the door and eat it. It's super hydrating, obviously, because part of the name is water. Um, and That's I also, yummy. it's cooling, right? When you have it refrigerated, it's just so cool. And I don't know about you, but when it's really hot out, I lose my appetite. Like I don't want to eat a lot when it's really, really hot. And I found it really good because it was hydrating, but it also, because it's a melon, it has some sugar in it, natural sugars. It helped, it stopped my blood sugar from dropping because I was eating it pretty much constantly that my blood sugar stayed level when I wasn't eating other things. So I, I really liked that. And it, even now when it's hot, I always have watermelon in my fridge. It's a huge survival piece for me. I heard someone say frozen grapes and I never tried it, but they said that was another really good pregnancy, wanting something sweet. They kept frozen grapes. I've had frozen grapes and I've done it before and it's really, they're great. They're amazing. Um, but they are really, really sweet. The, somehow the freezing concentrates the sugars, like they are delicious. Um, and they make really great ice cubes if you're doing like a, like a fun, like punch or something mm -hmm. for a party. Um, yeah. but, uh, I've eaten them. Like we used to eat them at the cottage. We freeze a whole bunch and just have them in the freezer and pop them, but they were super, super sweet because it gets really concentrated. But yeah, any, I guess pretty much anything frozen would be good. So what's the next thing on your list, Amanda? Next on my list would be uh, if you have an old house and um, your upstairs is really hot, like mine is, buy a window air conditioner. Yes. Yeah, they're going to cost a couple hundred bucks, but when you're pregnant, it is worth every penny. So um, stay comfortable, stay cool. If you have an old house, buy the window air conditioner. Yeah. Air conditioning is for sure key. Yeah. yeah I, I think when I was pregnant, I would try to stay as air conditioned as possible, no matter where I went. And if you didn't have air conditioning, I probably wasn't showing up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I agree with that. Uh, what do you have? So building off of your dress idea for me being a curvier woman, uh, I've always had thigh rub the dreaded thigh rub. So wearing shorts or dresses, my thought, my inner thigh rubs together. So inner thigh rub protection is key. Like always. And I just feel like in the summer it's exacerbated obviously because we're wearing shirts, shorts and skirts. Um, so I haven't tried it, but I know like I've seen the commercials for Nick's like underwear and they have, they market these shorts that are super, super thin. They're moisture wicking, they're breathable. And I really want to try those. Um, but then I, when I was pregnant with Freya, I actually found this anti-chafing and blister um, stick rub or balm. Interesting. Yeah. And I found it at like a sports store. So I think it's meant for runners because it's anti-chafing. Um, but I would just like, it's kind of looked like a deodorant and I would just rub it on my inner thigh and it that's, that's saved neat. them. Yeah. So, so I think 95% of the women out there probably have thigh rub. Cause I know uh, my thighs rub together too. Yeah. 
And yeah. even if you're not pregnant, like it happens. So yeah, I know. I know. I'm thinking, geez, I should uh, get one of those sticks for next time I'm wearing a dress. Yeah. And so like, I, like, I just randomly found it at a sports store and yeah, it was just like, it looked like a deodorant and I think it had her on it maybe cause it was marketed to women, but I imagine there's just more generic unisex ones. Yeah. And it was just like a stick of balm that you rubbed on your inner thigh. It was awesome. Okay. Give us your next one. Uh, my next one would be get a comfy chair. So, and this is a comfy outdoor chair because I'm sure you probably have comfy chairs in your house. Basically, I had just a plastic Muskoka chair and that's what I, my mom was carrying my plastic Muskoka chair into the the uh the prenatal class that katie and i met so. i was i was just gonna say yes i've seen that chair that was the chair that i saw you the first time we met yeah yeah so uh for those that don't know katie and i met in prenatal class and i was hugely pregnant with the twins katie gave birth of freya prematurely but a week later my mom went with me to prenatal class because keith was on business working and uh, she came into the classroom behind me carrying my plastic Muskoka chair. <laughs> um, so Muskoka chairs, uh, the plastic ones are pretty cheap. I think they're like 20 bucks. And then get uh, some sort of cushion to go on top, another maybe 20 bucks. And you got something comfy that you can sit in when you're outside. So. Something that's more of a lounge rather than an upright sitting. Yeah, because right? it kind of goes back, right? Yeah, so, so that you ease the pressure off your belly and yep. like your pelvis. Yeah, I totally understand that. It was perfect. So my next one is elevate your feet. So oh. putting your feet up to avoid the swelling because obviously heat, you're on your feet more, you're kind of trying to be active, but also you have to lift your feet just to reduce the swelling. If that means that you are sitting down at a pat on a patio or in the yard or something, and you put your feet up on somebody's lap to elevate it and be like, oh, I have to, that's the only thing I can do. Maybe you'll get a foot rub out of it too. Like, but definitely. And you know what I would do it. I would lay, um, upside down on the couch or like flip oh, yeah. with on my back for a little bit. Not, not while I got super, super big, but I would actually just have my feet up. Uh, on the wall just to kind of drain a little bit. I didn't swell so much with Freya, but with Finn, my feet definitely started to swell a little bit more. And that was the spring, but elevating your feet is huge. I actually remember, I think with the boys, I would put a couple pillows on the coffee table. So when we would watch TV, I would sit on the couch and then my feet would be elevated. Oh, that so. totally, that makes sense because I would do that. And that just makes me realize that I totally would do that when I would go to bed. Yeah. If I had been, yeah. because I'd been teaching all day, my feet would be up or that was in the spring, but like if whatever, I, if I was in bed, I would stack a few pillows and lay down and have my feet elevated. Yeah. I totally would yeah. do that too. Yeah. Next on my list, I've got... Uh, drink lots of fluids particularly what I would do is I would put a whole bunch of ice in a water bottle and I would have like ice cold water I had this it was a water bottle that actually had a lemon attachment lemon squeezer attachment at the bottom of it so I would fill it with ice through the bottom and then fill it with water and sometimes I would put the lemon on the bottom just 
to mix it up a little bit. And then, of course, with Caroline, it was my iced tea obsession because that was what I craved with her. So I was constantly drinking my cold iced tea. But I totally, lots of cold fluids. I totally agree with you on that. I Because actually, I had that on my list. So we're not even going to count that because we doubled up on this one. But I would throw in um, smoothies and mocktails because sometimes you just don't want water. Or at least that's for me. Sometimes I just get sick of water, yeah. which is when I then switch it up to bubbly water or other way (laughs) because I don't really drink anything else um but for sure I miss smoothies I like smoothies I would love and they can also act as a meal replacement if you're again it's hot and you're not feeling like you want a big meal have a liquid meal with a smoothie like about throw some veggies in there some protein powder and you're good to go or mocktails right like why not feel fancy and have a mocktail it's funny you say mocktail because when I was pregnant with the twins, um, did you ever try the PC mocktails? President's no. Choice had mocktails. They had mojitos. What else did they have? Oh, daiquiris. Oh. So they had these mocktails in a, in a can. Mm-hmm. And then when I got pregnant with Caroline, I'm like, okay, I got to go buy some mocktails. They discontinued them. Oh, no. Yeah, I was so heartbroken. You know, Gail and me- Weston, you need to get more mocktails for all the pregnant ladies. <laughs> you know what? It, for me, it was like just virgin Caesars. I love Caesars so much. And uh, for all the American listeners, a Caesar is a better version of a Bloody Mary it's a Canadian drink, but yeah, the Virgin, a Virgin Caesar was just like, oh, so good. Like even just thinking about it makes my mouth water. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay. So my next one kind of goes along with elevating your feet. Um, but it is a product and it's specifically the body shops, peppermint cooling foot cream. Oh girl, this stuff is amazing. It's like this pink cream. It smells of peppermint, which is naturally cooling. Like anything, peppermint is cooling. So it kind of gets your feet all tingly and cool. And then obviously like with the massage, you're helping the circulation in your feet to release some swelling. If you can get somebody else to do it, it's even better. Like both pregnancies, I would buy myself, buy a new bottle and I would be done the bottle, if not into a second bottle, like in that pregnancy. Really? Yeah. The the body shop, and you know, the body shop is a really great sto- like store with like cruelty-free stuff. And But their whole peppermint line is so cooling. They, oh, they even have a peppermint. This goes with it too. A peppermint like cooling spray, which I took on the go, I would have in my purse. So like if I was out and about, my feet got really hot, I would just spray them, like take my sandal off and spray it. And it would be just instantly cooling. So body shop, peppermint cooling cream. And now I will also say the spray best products ever. That was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. So basically you just smelled like peppermint your entire pregnancy. I know like you can't go wrong with that. (laughs) Katie's coming. I smell peppermint. (laughs) (laughs) What's ironic though is like peppermint. Well, specifically toothpaste, peppermint toothpaste. Like they say that that is peppermint is something that helps with your nausea, like morning sickness. That's a, a, a way to like calm your morning sickness. Peppermint toothpaste was one of my triggers. Really? Mm-hmm. Both times. Both times? Yeah. It, I would be fighting so hard not to throw, not to gag while I was brushing my teeth. Oh, it's the weirdest thing, but digress. Never mind. Okay. That's give me your next list. 
so this is my last one and it's uh, for all the, the women out there that are already moms, investing in some good toys for the backyard for your children that you already have so that they stay busy. Yes. So for us, we went out and bought a sandbox for the boys and it was worth every penny. Um, and you can also check like Facebook marketplace. There's always people getting rid of like water tables and, and slides and stuff relatively cheaply. Also check your neighbor's garbage. Like if you go for a walk on garbage day, you can find some good stuff and it sounds hilarious, <laughs> but my parents are always finding stuff in their neighbor's garbage. Yeah. So, people would rather throw it out just because it's easier to put it on the end of the driveway than actually like post it to sell it or donate it somewhere. hundred yeah. percent agree with that. Or I know uh, my mom got a tractor uh, for the boys, had all the wheels and stuff on it, but I think it was a loader. So for that kid, it was no longer a loader because the front of it snapped off, but my kids didn't know it's just a tractor. So yeah, I agree. One year Peter and Freya, and it was the end of the season. And so it was in the fall and clearly somebody had not wanted to like put stuff away and around the block, Peter had taken Freya for a walk and there was this massive like Fisher price picnic table. That's like, looks supposed to, it looks like wood grain and everything. It's a six seater. It's huge in perfect condition. It had bird poop on it, but other than that, it just needed to be washed. Um, so we got that. And then there was like one of those red flyer tricycles that was still in oh, perfect yeah. condition. Um, yeah, it was a big score around the corner, but I hundred percent people throw stuff, amazing yeah. stuff out. I have two more. The first one on my list. Next one is, um, okay. So relax and listen to your body. If it's hot, just like relax. If your body is saying it's too hot, I need a break then sit down, rest, have a nap, go sit somewhere where it's cool. If it's in the shade, if it's in the air conditioning, give yourself the, the space and the time to just relax and listen to your body. Be aware to that because I know I was insanely like, go, 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 go. I don't want to stop and not be doing things and have the perception of like, being a pregnant woman and not able to do things. And when I was pregnant with Freya, I definitely overdid it. I exerted myself way too much and I miss being able to relax. So I highly recommend listening to your body. Go for a nap if you need a nap. Go for a rest if it's just sitting down watching a show on Netflix or on TV or just relax, listen to your body. And then my last one is my favorite. Um, go swimming. I, oh yes. I love swimming. And you know, I was re I'm really lucky that I have a cottage so that I can go swimming in the lake, which is always freezing no matter what month it is in the summer, but so that was hugely refreshing, but I also when it was too cold. Um I actually bought myself like one of those little inflatable 8-foot pools. Really? <laughs> yeah, I used <laughs> I bought I used I used points and so I was by myself and I was like, "Yeah, I'm just going to buy myself a pool." And so I put it up and everything and I filled it and I bought myself a floaty or I had pool noodles. So I would just float and it was eight feet. So it was big enough for me to float in it and just float or I could sit in it, put my arms out, lounge. Like it was tiny. It wasn't a big one. And um, 
it was so nice just to float and just being in that cool water, just like relaxed my body and just cooled everything down. Um, and then I even got super crafty and I made a contraption of boogie boards and uh, pool noodles. And so that I could, because <laughs> I didn't want to like float on my back, obviously, because it wasn't comfortable. So yeah. I made this contraption where I could float my, on my tummy, like let my, my tummy, my belly hang into the water. So I was floating on top, like looked like I was resting. So I had my head on a boogie board and then I had uh, pool noodles, like under my boobs, under my belly at my, above my knees and then my feet on another boogie board. So I was totally like laid out, but I could just hang and it felt so <laughs> nice to just let my belly hang. I have said it's very creative. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. It, it was not graceful getting in like, and it probably yeah. looked terrible, but it was so comfortable. And I just would lay in that pool belly hanging in the water. It was so nice. I've since found that you can, somebody has made pool floaters with a hole in the middle for pregnant women so that you can float on your stomach on a pool float with your belly in that hole. So you can oh, actually lay neat. down in your stomach. Yeah. But I, they are pretty expensive. So I did not invest in one, but no, why do it when you can get a couple pool noodles and a flutter board? <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> Hello, Dollarama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So swimming for me is huge. I think that is a big survival piece. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. My parents have a pool. I was, when I had the boys, I was swimming like every single day, especially when it was really hot out. And then with Caroline, probably not as much because I had the boys in tow. Yeah, such a great way to relax, especially when it's super hot out, right? Yeah. And also it's a really great low impact exercise too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was using it for with the boys. Like I would swim laps when I was, I guess, newly pregnant, kind of May, June. And then I think I started to get too big. <laughs> yeah. I, I would do that in the lake too. I would swim lengths to a point and then back and forth. Swimming is huge, but ultimately it's summer is hard. It's very hard. It, it really is. is. Mm -hmm. Being because pregnant like, you sweat from places you don't know you can sweat. Oh, back sweat. Although, yeah. I, in all honesty, I knew that my back sweat, any, my lower back sweat, I've known that my entire life. But, and now I can chop, chalk it up to being pregnant. Like, like, being like, I never knew this happened. In actuality, I did actually know. Like, my lower back sweats all the time. But, like, like I don't think there's a place, like, on your body that doesn't sweat. Yeah, that's true. right. Like yeah, when you yeah. think about it, like I was just like, I felt so sweaty all the time. And I was like, oh my gosh. But knee, your knee, your knee pits. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like who's, who has sweat in their knees before? Yeah. Oh yeah. The pregnant ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. When you got to put deodorant under, you know, underneath your knee. You wake up and you just cover your entire body in deodorant. <laughs> Head to toe. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So uh, why don't you run down your list again? Okay. Just to so, recap. For a recap, here we go. I have watermelon, cold and cut up, ready to get. Thigh rub protection, inner thigh rub protection, either if it's in like shorts, moisture wicking shorts or anti-chafing rub. The body shop peppermint, 
cooling cream and spray. Elevating your feet. We both talked about drinking fluids. We both agreed on that one. Super, super important. Relaxing and listening to your body and giving yourself time and recognition that your body needs to rest and then going swimming. How about you? And my list was wear lots of dresses. If you have an old house, buy a window air conditioner. Invest in a comfy outdoor chair, like a plastic Muskoka chair with a cushion. If you have kids at home, have an awesome outdoor play area, like buying a sandbox. And, oh, the water. Drink lots of water. Fluids. Lots and lots of fluids. Yeah. And then before we end this episode, I want to say a big shout out to our listeners because something amazing happened this week. We hit and passed our a huge milestone, I think, but we passed yeah. the 1500 downloads of our podcast. So thank you so much to all of our listeners. Like that is huge. And you have no idea what that means to us. Like so excited. So thank you for listening and going on this journey with us. Thank you for listening to this episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Best Life Moms Club. Until next time.